All right, guys, it's time for the next level guy show. A men's interview, interest, and improvement focused podcast featuring interviews with the greats from all industries to help you better your life. Each week, a new episode features an interview with one of the greats covering all aspects of their story from life hacks to tips and protocols that have allowed them to live life on the next level. We then highlight concrete action steps that you can use to improve your life. And now, your host, Ian Dawson McKay. And today's guest is Rob Kenny. Rob's father left him and his seven siblings when he was 14 years old and they had to learn to fend for themselves. He wished that he had somebody who could teach him the basics such as how to tie a tie, jumpstart a car and clog a drain, use power tools, as well as succeed in life. But he and his siblings had to figure these things out on their own. Now a father himself, Rob decided that he would rather help people out by providing how-to tips as well as advice and even throwing some bad dad jokes as well. He started a YouTube channel for anyone looking for fatherly advice and in the course of three months gained a following of nearly 2.5 million subscribers with millions of views for his how-to and inspirational videos. He covers a wide range of topics and shows you how to do a wide range of life skills that you might not know otherwise in a supporting, caring and loving environment where he aims to help others better their lives. He's now released an awesome new book and in the book Rob shares his story of overcoming a difficult childhood with the strength of his faith and family, and he offers inspiration and hope throughout. In addition, he provides 50 practical do-it-yourself instructions, 30 of which will be unique to the book, illustrated with helpful line drawings. And in this interview, we discuss how the lack of a male role model can affect you, how to learn the key hard and soft skills that may come up in your life, how to find a positive role model in your own life, how to view life as an adventure rather than as a victim mentality, and so much more. And now, let's get to the interview. Thank you so much for coming on. It's an absolute honor to have somebody like you. Um, when you are the, I'd say the personalization of my site, you're the type of person, you know, you've gone off and done things. You're living on a next level in your life. You know, you're helping so many people. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, like, how do you introduce yourself? Because you've done an amazing thing and helped so many young people. But well, thank, how, yeah, thank how, you. How would you explain yourself? Yeah, th- <laughs> thank you uh, for the kind words. Uh, when you said explain yourself, it's, uh, you know, over here uh, saying, please explain yourself would be, uh, you know, <laughs> means, <laughs> uh, <laughs> means you need to figure out what you, yeah, anyway, getting off on a tangent. But yeah, so I, uh, you know, this, I started this channel um, during the pandemic just because I, uh, it's something I could have used when I was younger because my dad left when I was 14. And, uh, you know, I learned how to do a bunch of different things, a lot of times the hard way, um, just asking people and trying to, you know, and sometimes it was embarrassing to ask people. And so I was hoping with my channel, I thought of it a few years ago, uh, and I was just hoping with my channel that I would be able to help, you know, 30 or 40 people that uh, in a comforting way where you could come in and learn something without getting yelled at and feeling stupid. You could just come in and you can rewatch the video. And uh, yeah, so I thought of it a few years ago. And then during the pandemic, I had some extra time on my hands. So my daughter, uh, my daughter has been a big part of this. She uh, she helps me with a lot of with my Instagram and with my Facebook. Um, yeah. And then plus, she's great to bounce things off of. She, you know, I our goal, my wife and I, our goal was to raise great kid or great adults, not great kids. You know, we wanted to, um, and now my, my grown up kids are my best friends. You know, we talk all the time and have a great relationship. And so, we, uh, yeah, with the channel, I was just trying to, trying to help people that could maybe use a little encouragement and, uh, and a little nudge in, in the, in a, in a good direction. You know, the internet, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad things on the internet and I was hoping to be, do something wholesome that, just what just walk alongside people nothing fancy you know i'm still recording on my phone uh, <laughs> i don't have any fancy equipment cuz i think that's like quite a big reason for your success as you put so much effort and there's humility there as well you know and it's it's such a supportive community as well you know it's such a lovely every video i've seen i don't think i've seen you 
get annoyed once. You know, it's mm-hmm. you you're very open and friendly and supportive through it, and you show things from different angles and that. And like we were discussing before we started, it's something I wish we had when we were younger because you don't get taught this stuff at school. You know, you get taught all these specialist topics, but we don't get the key skills about grooming ourselves, looking after ourselves, cleaning ourselves. You know, you've got videos on like helping your lawn grow. You've got videos on setting up a camp stove and things like that. All these kind of like really kind of weird things that you have to find out for yourselves. How did you find not having a dad in that role you know the the rites of passage you maybe have i mean my father's in my life but he's not that hands-on he's not that kind of person who'll sit down and show me things it's really been my mother that's kind of done those kind of roles like you know putting up a clothing rack or things like that how did you find that change because i i struggled with it because i was never very handsy how did you encounter that when you were younger yeah, I, you know, I'm fairly curious. So I like to take things apart and try to figure out um, how they work. Gets me in trouble at times. Um, one trick I've learned with that, and I've shared this with uh, my viewers, is, you know, these days you can record yourself on your phone. If you're going to take something apart and you're worried about being able to get it back together, just record mm-hmm. yourself on your phone taking it apart. So then you can go, oh, that's right. That's where that piece goes. You know, um, yeah. pretty simple thing. When I was younger and you were younger, you know, it wasn't so easy to have to record something, then immediately be able to look at it. Right. And now we have this technology that makes that that fairly simple. So I've yeah, I've learned a lot of stuff. I learned a lot of stuff from my brother. My brother is very handy. He's uh, when my dad left, I went to live with my brother and his wife. Uh, yeah, at the time. So I learned a lot from him. But there was also things that I was a little embarrassed to ask my brother about, you know, because he's my brother. He's my brother. He's not my dad, you know, Um, and maybe you're embarrassed to ask your dad, too, at at the same time. And so I kind of, you know, a lot of times we turn to friends. I learned how to tie a tie from my my roommate when I was 19. Um, He's the one that really, you know, he was always well groomed. He always looked sharp Um, and he Mm -hmm. would always say, Rob, you got to pay attention to that knot. And so in my video, I actually say, because as you're building the tie, you do kind of got to pay attention to the knot because if you don't, at the end, you have this big, <laughs> big knot, you know, so you got to anyway. So I've learned a lot of things that way. And I've, you know, learned a lot of things just by asking questions and, you know, through trial and error. So I was trying to make a channel that would be boiled down. You know, you're not spending a half hour of me trying to entertain you. I'm more trying to get to the heart of the problem and solve it for you so you can get out. You know, I don't want people spending their lives on the internet. We spend too much time on our phones and on the internet, and I'm guilty too. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to be outside enjoying life. Life's too short. No, I definitely agree. I mean, it's, I was just thinking when you were talking about the tie there of the first time I tried to do it for a job interview. And even now I'm kind of still thinking, you know, I can feel myself to go back the last successful time I did it. You know, and yeah. I think that's why your site's so great. It's You just go straight into it. We don't have to go through, you know, you harking products. We don't have to listen, you know, and you're just sitting there and you show the common mistakes and, you know, it's, you're just that nice person that we wish we had with us showing us how to do things. I mean, that is something I think a lot of young men are missing in their lives at the minute is the father figure. It's somebody that can actually stop and, you know, how did you see, did you notice anything in yourself like, were you angry? Were you, did it annoy you? I mean, I still don't have a great relationship with my dad at times. And that it, it bugs me that we haven't got that connection that me and my mother would have. Did you find yourself reacting in any particular way? I, uh, you know, so I share in my book about um, how I forgave my dad. Um, and that wasn't easy. You know, um, I can only speak for myself, though forgiving him and uh, moving past that was huge in my life. It set me free. You know, at the mm-hmm. time I, when I kept chewing on what he did um, over and over again, it wasn't helpful. It wasn't productive, you know? Um, and so, and then I also found that if I was going to wait to ask him to ask for forgiveness, I may never get it. And so I finally mm-hmm. just let him go in my forties and yeah, it's the best decision I ever made set me free. You know, I, I was drinking the poison 
somehow hoping it would hurt him and really it was killing me. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm free on the other side of it. So I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. So sorry, I kind of got off on a tangent. You were, what was your original question? But no, no, I, 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 think that, I was just wondering, yeah. like, did you notice any kind of like for a lot of people not having a father figure in their life, kind of lets them you know it gives them it makes them angry and they can go make mistakes and they can kind of yeah. they can react against the family lifestyle and go and drink and things like that but you seem to go the other way and just create and just do good constantly what was it that made you think i'm going to take this energy and i'm going to go away and do good in the world yeah, you know, I'm a man of faith, so I would be doing a disservice if I didn't bring that up because that's very important to me. I, you know, I wake up in the morning and have my devotion, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, and I, like I said, I would be doing a disservice if I acted like, oh, you know, I'm this, uh, I'm the, I'm is what you. I, I'm what you should aspire to. That, that isn't the case, you know. I'm just doing the best I can, wanting to leave a legacy for people to be able to, uh, yeah, to be helpful. If I, if I'm known for loving God and loving people, I, I I'll take it. If that's my legacy. Um, cause I think that's what we're called to do. That's what Jesus said to do. And so I'm just trying to live that out to the best of my ability. I fail just like anybody else. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not the standard, you know, and I, I shared in one of my videos, be careful putting people up on a pedestal because if you do, um, you know, they'll disappoint you eventually, <laughs> you know, people are just people, they, we fail, you know? And so, uh, I, and so I even have to be careful. <laughs> I'll show you, share a funny story with you. So I was at the store at a crowded supermarket, uh, a couple months ago and I was pushing my cart and this lady came up behind me and just rammed my Achilles, you know, with her cart. And I turned around like instantly I wanted revenge, you know, I'm like, what are you doing? But I'm like, I got to remember, <laughs> you know, people might recognize me and I want to, I got to maintain my goal. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, please don't think that I, uh, <laughs> I'm always calm because I, you know, I'm, I'm human. And so I get, I get riled up just like anybody else, but I try to control that. Did you have a rival YouTube channel? And just thought I'll take I'll take him out in the grocery aisle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my alter ego. I, I, that's funny. We've we've joked about that having my alter ego come out and what 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 I'm thinking, what I'd really like to do, and what I'm I'm actually doing. So kind of funny. No, I mean it's because it's definitely something that comes across is how open and supportive and friendly you are in your videos. But when you first started the channel, how did you overcome that sort of fear of starting a channel? Because putting yourself out there, it's very nerve wracking, but you, you're a natural on the camera, you know? Oh, you're very kind. I, I, you know, I, I'm a bit of an introvert myself. If you got, if you asked me to speak in front of a large crowd, I probably would uh, fight it and say no. I, you know, I've, I've finally, I think I've gotten better with that because of all this. It's been therapeutic to have being on interviews and on TV and speaking with people that I never imagined I'd be speaking with. So Mm. I probably would be able to do it a lot better than I would, you know, two years ago. But, uh, you know, I didn't look at it like I was talking to a big audience. Again, I thought I was going to help 30 or 40 people. And I was trying to speak to the camera like I was speaking to my own kids and just trying to download information I've learned over the years, trying to just share stuff with, uh, you know, that I've learned. One thing you mentioned earlier too, I think I need to address too, is the, you know, I have sponsorships reaching out to me uh, weekly, a couple times a week, different sponsorships. And so I'm trying to be faithful with those too, you know, I mean, if it's a good quality product that I've used, I mean, as a dad, I would recommend certain products to my kids, right? I mean, if I have a good experience with a drill, Mm Um, and my son wants to buy a drill, I would say buy this brand because this is a great brand. Um, so I have to be careful with that because if there's a product that I don't have any experience with, then I, I can't recommend it. And I had that with a, a company, I won't mention any names, but they, you know, they reached out to me, sent me some product. And I, I said, really, I, I don't feel good recommending it because I don't have history with this. You know, three or four years down the road, it might be a ma- amazing product, but yeah. So I, you know, and, and, and also too, you know, I do have people that, and they write to me and we meet and stuff and they, 
they say, you know, these big, big name sponsorships and they say, you know, we just want to support what you're doing. We love what you're doing. We want to support it. And so mm -hmm. if we can work together, so they're coming in humbly, you know, they're, they're not asking me to wear, you know, wear their logo or something. They're just wanting to support what I'm doing. And also they have a good name brand. And so I, I don't have a problem necessarily doing that because I am trying to figure out how I can make a living at this because right now I'm still working. You know, I've got the sponsorships, I've got interviews, I've got all the, my life is, my life is a little bit chaotic and I'm trying to simplify and it would be much more simple if I could work with some quality sponsors to help get behind uh, what I'm trying to do. If you can, if that makes sense. So no, no, I it's really salesy, does. But I want to, yeah, but I want, but I do got to figure out the long-term vision for this. Because it is something I do notice in other channels is, as they grow and they get, you know, they start going down the sort of rabbit hole of affiliate marketing, and yeah, you know, suddenly that. they come in and they've, like you're saying, they've got the certain brands everywhere, and it's, you know, they change. And I think this is the, that's the thing. It's you're now three and a half million on your YouTube. You've spoken to Kevin Hart. You've done amazing, yeah. like TV work, uh, interviews the whole time, but you're still the same person. And I think that's the amazing thing about it. It hasn't changed you. The, the vision you had for it to help and support people who need this, it's still there. So what do you think about the success? How How is it, How what do you think of it when you look back and go, wow, like I, I have helped so many people. You're the dad to internet millions of people. How, how does that affect yeah. you? Yeah, again, I, I think I'm grounded because of my faith. You know, I don't, I don't, think higher of myself than I ought to. I, and I understand that life is temporary. I'll be here for a time and then I'll be gone. You know, um, mm. I just visited the Arlington, Arlington cemetery in Washington, DC, you know, big cemetery. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but over here in Washington, DC, where they remember, you know, a lot of like JFK is buried there. Um, you know, and if you spend any kind of time, uh, in a cemetery, <laughs> you know, dwelling and, and looking out. I mean, it's a sea of graves. There's just headstones everywhere. These are lives that were lived, you know, they, they were here and they're gone. They had their time here and they're gone. And so I think it's important to keep that perspective of, you know, I'm, I'm here for a window of time. Uh, what can I do um, to, to leave a legacy of, again, of trying to be a loving person helping as many people as I possibly can. And I'm very grateful for the platform that I've been given to be able to do that. That's, that's kind of, that's my perspective on it. I recognize that, uh, yeah, you know, I've lived long enough to know that <laughs> things are temporary, you know, it might be amazing this week, but it also, and so I, you know, I've been in sales and you might, uh, you know, have win an amazing account. And then the next week you might lose a big account. And so I've tried to maintain that, uh, stability in order to, you know, uh, live my life because otherwise you'd be a wreck if you were going, getting too elated when you won something big or get too down when you lose something, you know, life's pretty short. I found that, you know, I, I, I've done my best to try to maintain an even keel with that. Yeah. Cause it kind of goes into the principle. I think it's memento mori that Tim Ferriss talks about, you know, remember that you will die that we're, we're short and, yeah. You know, I think you're definitely going to leave out an amazing legacy of helping so many people. You know, it's like there were so many people kind of in your comments saying, I wish I had this when I was younger. I, this is amazing. You know, I feel like I know this now. But how do you start learning these skills? How do you even start planning what to include in your show? Because you have such a wide range of skills. And I was struggling to see an area that you weren't incorporating into your channel and yeah. videos that I've watched over and over. But how do you start learning the skill? How do you start portraying it and working out how you're going to do this? You know, to like to make a video, like <laughs> uh, I don't know. Does it look like I've planned it out? <laughs> a lot of times, I just kind of ah, that's one I should do, and then I kind of you know, and then I do my best to try it. And I, I'm trying to create content again that would help be like I'm speaking to my own kids, but it's also for me. It's like, I, I probably should zoom in on that. And like, I've got one, uh, I just recorded on a percolator, a coffee percolator. Cause if you mm -hmm. go camping with my camping stove that I just did, a coffee percolator is kind of the next thing. You know, when you go camping, you like to wake up and have coffee. Uh, 
And so I, I zoomed in on a few things to kind of show, you know, what that, what that looks like. Cause I think, you know, you need to be able to see it. I've watched YouTube videos and I'm like, I can't even tell what the guy's doing. You know, he's turned his back on me and he's, he's done something and then there it is. You oh, know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I do try to, and like I said, I do try to boil it down because there's a lot of videos out there. I've watched YouTube to learn how to do some things too. And, you know, you watch a 20 minute video to get your one minute nugget. If you would have just got to the point, I, it would have saved me a lot of time. So, uh, so I do try, I try to do that. So I'm always keeping that in mind. And I think I got, you know, <laughs> with the dad chats, with reading children's books, with uh, now I've started a new video series on American football, kind of explaining the rules of that. I think I got enough things in my head uh, that I can download for probably three or four years before I then have to figure out, okay, now what, what am I going to do next? But I, you know, there's so many sports out there, golf. I understand how golf works and I had to learn that just kind of through trial and error and asking questions. And so I think that is a whole series. Baseball would be a series too. So I think there's, you know, there's a lot of things and you, you're probably the same way. You probably know a lot of different things when you actually think about all the different things that you, maybe you had to learn, you know, I think, uh, you'd be surprised at how much you actually know that might be useful to other people that maybe you take for granted that you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely something that when I've had a conversation with my mother, you know, she would say, okay, take your question and Google it because there's 10,000 other people who have Googled that question. And it's True. like you're saying, you know, you go into a YouTube video and you're like, okay, okay, let's get to it. Let's get to the point I need. And then like you're saying, they turn their back or, the video cuts out you're kind of like rocket now i need to go find another five or six videos to show me and I, that's what i like <laughs> about your video it's you show it, it from different angles you show you you simplify it as well you know like you make sure that even for the people who are struggling or maybe it's not their area you know you show them how like where things are connected and you make sure they see it and you know you say don't worry if this happens you can then do this yeah. But how do you get into, how do you encourage somebody, you know, because you're a father, you've, you've probably done this with your own kids. How do you encourage them that they can do these things? You know, people who go, oh, no, I'm not technical. Oh, no, I'm not physical. How do you encourage people to learn these new skills and be open with an open mindset that they can learn these things? Yeah, I think it's baby steps. I always have been big on baby steps, you know, just uh, like if you're unfamiliar with a toilet, um, just take the the lid, you know, I don't know how your toilets look, if they look the same as ours, but you take the tank, the lid off the tank, you're not going to hurt anything. Just taking the lid off the tank and go, oh, okay, so what's going on in there, you know, and then put it back on and go, okay, you know, maybe that's over my head, you know, at least I, I just want people to at least try. Um, Cause it, you know, you've, you've failed already. If you don't even try, you know, you gotta, <laughs> so um, and I, I, one thing I compare it to, again, going back to baby steps, you know, when you're a baby and you get up and you try to walk and you fall down, you get up and you try to walk and you fall down, you get up and you try to walk and you fall down. You don't overthink it and just go, I can never do this. I'm not going to walk, you know, as a baby, you just get there, you know? Uh, and it's, I think it's kind of the same thing with us is, uh, I think we give up too quickly and we say, oh, I can't do that. Uh, and I've had people, you know, tell me that like changing a tire when I showed how to change a tire that their dad told them, oh, like a woman, you know, oh, their dad told them, oh, that's a man thing. You shouldn't have to learn it. Well, wait a second. What if there's no man around and you're out at night and you get a flat tire do you want to just hope somebody nice comes along and helps them with the tire or would you rather equip them so that maybe they can solve it for themselves and then they can you know get to a safe place i I, i've never been like that i've tried to get my daughter and my son to both learn things and why limit yourself to how to wrap a present you know i showed how to wrap a present and people made comments oh that's a mom thing why is that a mom thing? You know, maybe maybe your mom does it in your household because people have certain roles and, you know, you only have so much time in the day and OK, well, she'll take care of wrapping the presents. But why limit yourself and say, I just don't want to learn it because that's a mom thing. I'd, I want to encourage people to learn, you know, life's too short again. Why would you want to be known that, oh, he was good at this, but he, you know, didn't know all these other things that he just refused right. to learn? 
I mean, it's. Uh, I completely agree with you. It's like people that say, "No, that's that's for a man to do. That's a, that's a female job," and especially yeah. with the with the COVID situation, I think people are beginning to realise you're not always going to have a handyman. You're not always going to have somebody that can just nip in and fix your toilet for you. And I think it's made people realising that it's good to learn these things and. You know, and it's, I can counter that. You know, it's like, oh, why are you learning to sew? Why are you learning to do X, Y, Z? But it's like you said, why not learn these things? You know, right. that, that you can use this and showcase. I mean, my mom can put up, um, you know, like the racks to hang your coats on. Um, she can then she can use a power drill. She can sand, but she can still sew and she can do all these sort of things. So she shows Love me it. all these sort of variations of things. And I know I know yeah. a lot of people have that. And I think that's the beauty of your channel. It's you cover all of that, but you also show them that they are capable of this. Would you say a big thing about learning skills is seeing it as a, an ability to explore and learn about the world rather than, a, oh, I've got to learn this? It's, it's an exciting thing to do. Is that where it a lot is. of people go I, wrong? Yeah, I think it's empowering. You know, uh, I've, I guess speaking, I can only speak for myself and my own experiences when, you know, I've thought, I've, I've seen something. I thought, I, I don't know that I could do that. And then I do it. And I'm like, Hey, I, I did that, you know? And then, so the next challenge comes along. Like I share in my book about uh, building my fence for the first time, you know, we moved into a house that didn't have a, the fence was falling down and we have, we have dogs, you know? So I needed to get that fence done and I didn't know what I was doing and I just kind of figured it out. And then by the time we got done, it was like, Hey, I, I can do this. And now I've done roofing. I've done tiling. I've done sheetrock. I've done, you know, some light electrical uh, just because, you know, uh, once you kind of get in and again, as long as you take it slow and just do as much research as you possibly can before you jump in, I think people get themselves into trouble without planning and they just jump in and start tearing things apart. Like I said, I think if, you know, these days you can record your, if you're worried about that, you know, uh, just record yourself and record what you tore apart so that you can go back and go, Oh, that's where I went wrong. It's time for a quick break. There are millions of potential products to buy. So how do you know which ones are worth your hard earned money? Simple. You go to nextlevelguy.com slash affiliates and explore those that will transform and improve your life. You'll find deals, listener exclusives, and special offers with some great companies. Recommendations are 100% honest and only on items Ian has tried or believes in. The companies showcased will make you a better man in all areas of your life. Simply go to nextlevelguy.com slash affiliates and level up. But a little bit of planning with tile if you lay flooring. You know, I've done flooring. I've done, you know, laminate flooring as well as, uh, as, well as tile. Uh, as well as linoleum too. Um, I don't like linoleum anymore, anymore, but tile, you know, with a little bit of planning, one thing I did is I just drew lines, guidelines on the floor because the tile is going to go over the top of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to lay a tile floor, you want to make sure it's straight, right. So that it's, things are lined up. And so you want to have these guidelines as you're laying it out to where you hit them and make sure, and then you can adjust along the way. If you just kind of lay, lay the tile and go, uh Oh, you know, it's laid and it's crooked, yep. you know. So, again, a little bit of planning goes a long way. So when you find halfway through it, you're like, oh, I veered off six inches and you're just like, <laughs> exactly. it's fine up here. But when, yeah. yeah. And it's I the think... same way with roofing. Roofing is the same way. If you do roofing, you, you know, you want to keep checking, make sure you're, you know, and measure and, okay, the roofing is still lined up. Because if you don't, it could get off and be at an angle as you're going up your roof. It's it's that horrible moment you look back and think, oh, why is, why is that line gone off down there? I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, the joy of it, though. For me, it's the ability to go, I don't know how to do that. Let's go and find out. You know, yeah. I get a lot of, oh, I've broken my phone. And like, because we lived so remotely, it was a case of, okay, let me, let me try to fix it. Let's see what it can do and go from there. And I think that's definitely a lot of young people don't have that as much now because we've always had somebody that can do it for you. We can always jump in and do it. You know, how, how would you start working with somebody to do that? Is it like you're just saying doing the baby steps? Is it just going away and thinking, looking at their life and thinking, okay, instead of asking for help on that, I'm going to do this. How do we build that kind of 
exploration muscle? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I honestly don't know. I, I think, again, uh, I would start with baby steps of just like if you don't know how your car works, pop the hood and just look at it. Nobody's around. It's just you. You know, you don't have to be embarrassed. You just got your, you know, you got your hood open and you're going, okay, uh, maybe I know what that is. Okay. I learned what, you know, where to refill the oil or I learned where to, you know, refill the antifreeze or where my brake oil is, you know, or, you know, just kind of take it easy. You know, you can, you can do it at your own pace. You don't need to, there's no pressure. Nobody else is around. Nobody's judging you. It's just you, you know? So I think it's one of those things where if you just, start really, really basic and then go from there. I think that, um, and give yourself grace, you know, be kind to yourself. Cause, uh, a lot of times we give up before we've even started again and just say, Oh, I could never learn this. Well, why really, you know, uh, I mean, there's certain things I think that, you know, you gotta be careful. You can't, re- you know, you don't want to try to rewire your house, but certain little things you should be able to, you should be able to do. And you might find you actually really like that. And then next thing you know, you know, that's the career path that you're going down because you found you had a love for something before that you weren't even willing to try. Because I mean, it's definitely something I liked about your channel was that you don't just count the physical skills. You also are looking at like integrity um, and things like that. So you were actually showcasing, you know, you were kind of encouraging people like how to, you know, like better your garden, um, how to hang a gate, all these sorts of things. But then you were talking yeah. about more of the sort of the emotional sort of side of things or the the character skills. And I think that was the really good thing is that you gave them the confidence with the physical skills, but then said, okay, let's talk about becoming better people as much as skilled people. And that's what I really liked about your book. really liked about your, your YouTube channel. You're making people better versions of themselves. So how, how would you start um, looking at those sorts of topics? I mean, is it coming from your faith or are you looking at, what challenges you've gone through with your own kids? Yeah, I, I think all of the above. I think, uh, yeah, my faith, I've learned a lot. You know, I pray for wisdom on a daily basis, trying to, you know, be wise in, in my decisions. And then, uh, you know, in my book, I do share quality character traits that I learned from my siblings. I think it's a good habit to get into to, you know, um, learn things from people you can learn things oh, i don't want to do that you know you can meet people and go i that's not something i want to incorporate in my own life and you can also go boy that person really uh like my sister uh was about the importance of family my oldest sister and i worked my way through so my just real quick so my older sister mary and then my brother tim was about you know questioning authority in a healthy way I think it's important to form your own mind in your own mind. You know, you got to reason through uh, the decisions you're making instead of, you know, well, this is what, you know, my mom or my dad always said, well, you got to think for yourself. You know, I think it's mm-hmm. important to, to form your own opinions. Um, and again, in a healthy way, not in a rebellious way, but okay. Well, you know, why, why do, why are we thinking this way or what, what have you? And then my brother, Rick, I talk about having a good work ethic because I think a good work ethic is important and you sleep good at night, you know, um, knowing that you put in a good day's worth of work. And then my sister, Lori, I talk about encouraging and being an encourager because um, I think that's a good quality trait to encourage people, you know, in a healthy way. And then my brother, Joe, uh, talk about, um, uh, not hesitating. You know, you can, a lot of times we can get paralysis analysis and you overanalyze things, overanalyze things, and then you don't ever actually make a move. Well, at some point you gotta, you gotta make the move. Right. Um, and then my brother, Don, I talk about, uh, being generous. I think it's a good way to live your life, uh, holding your, uh, your possessions with an open hand so that God can put into it and God can take out of it. I think it's, it's just a good way a good way to live. You know, you don't want to be known for being the cheap guy. You want to be known, you know, you want to, when people think of you, they, they think good things that he's not afraid to pull out his wallet when, you know, it's time to pay. I love that. Cause that was something that really came across in your videos and your book and stuff. It's the love that you have for your siblings. It's the, the ability to see the good in other people. And I think that's something that maybe, you know, if, if you don't have a male role model, if you don't have a, a good connection or a good set of friends, 
a lot of men, especially a lot of young kids, could struggle that they don't have people to chat to and ask for help and just get a bit of guidance in their life. What would you say to those kind of people? You know, because your community is amazing, but for people who are struggling to find their way in life, what what did you what did you learn about your own time there? I mean, I struggled to find good friends that weren't just wanting to go to the pub. I, you know, I struggled yeah. to find people who wanted to go away and, you know, star YouTube channels and all these sorts of things. What, how, what advice would you give to people who are looking for their community, their, their mentors, their role models, that sort of thing? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a, a bit of a difficult uh, question, and I, and I think also you know I would say for me I've met met some of the best friends that I have from church, um, from the community that I have there because we're like minded. Unfortunately, a lot of times the church has been has hurt people too, um, which is sad. It saddens me because I think uh, the message in the Bible is a, a pure great message of great news. And I think, unfortunately, men get involved or people get involved and we ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we start adding <laughs> rules to it and it's not as beautiful as uh, it was intended to be. Uh, so I, again, I, I think I've probably met the most, uh, the best people that I know in my life from church. And then I do have a good, you know, my wife is one of eight kids and my you know, I'm one of eight kids. And so I have, a, I immediately, so it's a little hard for me to give advice to people because I have a big family and I'm close to, to a lot of them. Um, and so I haven't necessarily had to go out too far to, to meet people, but, you know, through work, I do try to seek people out and, you know, I think it's okay to be guarded at first and not put yourself out there until you kind of know that you can trust people. Cause unfortunately, you know, a lot of people will take your what you've shared in confidence and you know want to go blab it around and so it is hard to find a good friend i i would say that that's but they're worth their weight in gold when you can find them because for me that was definitely something i struggled with when i was younger you know it was like okay let's go what do you want to do let's go for a pint let's do this let's do you know there wasn't that kind of i felt like we were hitting a plateau we weren't going off and doing stuff and because I was in a small village, I didn't know how to go meet new people. And I think that's definitely maybe an area that isn't really encompassed is asking for help, being open and saying, no, I want more from life or, you know, like guys hugging other guys. It's it's sometimes seen as weird and, you know, it's something you don't do with your guy friends. And I just, I found that uh, when I was younger, it was such a strange thing that these weren't encouraged. You weren't encouraged to tell your friend, are you okay? You know, like I have struggled with depression when I was younger. Mental health was not really discussed when we were younger. And it's, it's so sad when you see now that we're finally getting the support and services we need for these young people. But how, you know, what was your experiences of, of that sort of things? You know, I mean, how did you cope as you were, as you were growing up in that kind of environment? Um, is there was there anybody there that like you've talked about the importance of your older brother? What was it he yeah. did that kind of gave you the help, the support? Then was it just having somebody to? I don't know. Was it a connection, or what was it about your older brothers that gave you the support that you needed during that stage? Yeah, my brother Rick uh, and I are very good friends and we, you know, call and talk all the time over different things. And one thing that he always did for me was not let me be the victim um, when I was younger. He, you know, he kind of talked me through that. And I think he knew ultimately that that wasn't good for me, you know, to to kind of keep playing that victim card, even though I had a legitimate victim card. I think he, uh, yeah, he helped me with that uh, tremendously. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's tough. Like I said, I, I'm not, I, I, I think it, yeah, I got to be careful to have a canned answer for, uh, you know, especially over such a, you know, a large amount of people that I'm dealing with, you know, it, mm-hmm. it really would be much easier if I could actually sit down and talk to each individual, but obviously that's not possible. But um, yeah, so it's hard to paint with a broad brush. But I, I think you got to be careful with just getting cynical and thinking, you know, this is horrible. Um, I think it is important to try to 
because uh, I recently did have somebody, um, one of my early, early supporters reach out to me and say he was in a dark place. And I don't know exactly what that means, but I gave him just a note of encouragement that one thing I've learned over my life is a lot of times when I've, you know, it's kind of a tough time right around the corner, something amazing. Um, if I can keep that perspective of right around the corner, something else, something might, you know, some blessing might be waiting for me. And I, you know, um, yeah, I want to be around to see it. <laughs> I want to see what, uh, what, what, you know, what's next. And I've often found that that to be the case where it's like, oh man, I didn't see this coming and this is great. Uh, even mm -hmm. though I might've been really, uh, upset at the time. So again, I don't want to make a canned answer cause it's, it's difficult to speak to, um, a large audience about, um, about something like that. Cause it is definitely a difficult thing. I mean, it's cause we're kind of taught as men to be strong and, you know, be the dominant one and, you know, take on all the challenges. And I think sometimes we forget that there is we have our emotional needs that we need to be met and we have to be open and honest and sometimes just saying to somebody hi how you doing you know are you all right you know just yeah. offering the shoulder to lead on i think that's why your community is helping so many people they're finding somewhere that we can go and listen to others and say oh i know this is going to be a stupid question but just the comments are like no 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 such thing as a stupid question asking right. you know and, yeah. and you cover such amazing diverse topics so what advice would you give to somebody who is coming like a new father somebody that's maybe been a stepfather to people like that how would you encourage kids you know like because i wish i had somebody that took me aside and said right let's get some spanners and let's practice this or let's get some screwdrivers and wire a plug how would you encourage yeah you know, like your own kids now, or how did you encourage your own kids to step up and go, right, let's go and practice this. Let's work on car maintenance. How did you build in that with them? Yeah, I just tried to um, help them. And I, I, you know, for selfish reasons, I enjoyed the the quality time with them. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to be able to spend time with them. And, you know, uh, there's so many distractions for kids these days too, with our phones and with video games and with so many different things, you know, if you don't make it, uh, you know, if you, if you don't really, uh, write it out or whatever, and, you know, to make sure that you're, this is what I'm going to do on purpose, you know, I'm going to live on purpose instead of, you know, the window's gone, your kids are gone. And well, I was planning to do that. You know, I think it's important. So I, I've talked about, uh, this is something that I didn't do, but I have recommended um, to people that maybe you write out a mission statement, you know, if you're a new dad, because when you hold okay. your baby for the first time, you know, you promise them the world. I know I did. I, when I held my daughter, it was like, oh, you are amazing. You know, this is incredible. And you promise them the world, but it's just verbal. You know, I think it might be a good idea. You know, with when we start a business, we take the time to write a mission statement. Well, this is uh, more important, in my opinion, than a business. Uh, why not write just, you know, five, six things down and say, this is what I'm going to do. And mm. you can refer back to that when the times are difficult, you know, to say, ah, you know, I and, you know, and you can adjust, you can adjust it, but start somewhere write that mission statement. And I'm also trying to encourage people to understand that, you know, a couple things here. You don't have to, if your past wasn't so great, you don't have to, you don't have to repeat the the sins, so to speak, of your parents. You can do it differently. You know, you can make the choice to do it differently. And, you know, I'm trying to help people understand that being a dad is cool. It is cool. You know, I, I, uh, I love it. You know, there's definitely struggles along the way, but I've enjoyed every, every minute of it. You know, um, it's made me who I am today and I'm very close to my kids. Um, like I said, to this day, I went out and visited my son. He's on the East coast. I'm on the West coast. And it was just really enjoyable. Just hung out with him. Like we're buddies. I mean, because that is definitely something that I loved about it was how hands-on you were and how much you kept in touch with their lives and, you, you know, you put into it. And I think that's something that a lot of men struggle with. It's the, you know, you're just meant to be the provider, you know, rather than yeah. you're meant to be involved in your kids' lives. And I, I mean, my dad, he, you know, he worked his ass off, but he never, he wasn't great at sort of coming up and saying, you done your homework, you done this and that. He, he was yeah. like, 
my roles to work. That's your mother's role to do that sort of thing. And it, I think we've definitely got a lot closer and a, a better now. But I think a lot of guys, you know, they kind of go, oh, that's what my dad's meant to be like. But I've always said, just because it's the way it was with you or that's the way it was, doesn't necessarily mean it's the way it needs to be. And right. I'm really glad that now we've come the acceptance of so many different lifestyles and things like that. You know, it's it, it's great to see, but we're still not there. And that's why I love channels like yours, because, you know, it's an open, honest place that people can go and learn these things. You know, there's always, mm. there's Google, there's YouTube, and you've helped so many people. But what, what's been your proudest achievement to date? What, what have you looked at your videos or where should people start with your channel? Because, you, you know, you do so many amazing videos. But what would you send people to? Apart from your book, obviously, which we'll get to. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't know where you'd begin. Maybe start at the beginning, you know, how to tie a tie. Because I think you can also see that maybe I've grown a little bit as I've gotten my feet underneath me. You know, um, I've added a dad joke on purpose to every video now at the very beginning. You'll I get to them. hear a dad joke before I move on to to the lesson. Uh, and I didn't do that at first. I, you know, I, first dad joke was when I did the stud finder uh for obvious reasons you know a stud finder is like I, I called my daughter and said there's a dad joke here do i do it and she says oh yes you got to I'm like yeah okay <laughs> so that kind of began the dad jokes um and now i try to make sure so i've got a bit bit of a routine now where i do an intro and i kind of tell you what you're going to expect and then i do the do a dad joke and then i get into it and then i kind of do an outro too yeah i uh a couple things that you mentioned too. And one thing that I, I'm very proud of is my, my own grown kids. <laughs> that was probably the, my, I feel like was my greatest achievement. Um, more so than my channel. I, I'm very proud of, uh, of the people that they are. Um, and here's an interesting thing too. You know, I started when the kids were little saying, I love you, you know, every time, you know, as much as I possibly could told them, I love them. Um, and I'm proud of them. And just the other day I was at work and I was in the office, uh, having a meeting and my kids call and that, you know, I make them a priority. So I said, can I, just a second, this is my son. Hmm. He's calling from the East coast. And we talked and I said, Hey, I'm in a meeting. I, I got to go. Uh, I love you. I love you. You know, we both said, I love you. And then, and then I hung up the phone and they said, Oh, that's so sweet. And then like five minutes later, my daughter calls and oh, okay. got <laughs> my daughter and I love you. I love you. Okay. Bye. Uh, you know, I think that's so important. I take it for granted because, uh, I, I think it's just a habit. And even through my kids' tough years, you know, uh, all through their uh, junior high and some of the harder years, we always made a point to say, I love you when we when we hang up. You know, I think that's important to, to tell people that you love them because, like, again, life's too short and you don't know how many opportunities you'll have to, to do that. It's very true. You know, it's, it's that thing of on your channel when you say you've got this or you know, like, I love you, or, like, being open like that. It's sometimes that's the first time some young people have heard that. They haven't had somebody that said, you mean so much to me, or, you know, I love you, or things like that. And sometimes just hearing that is enough to open them up and take them back from a, a bad path or going down, or let them realize that there are people out there who support her, who are maybe not blood, but great friends or people who are going to go out their way to help help them and that's mm -hmm. why i love the fact that you've got the youtube channel and now you've got the book you know and it's the book's great to have in their house to say okay i want to do this okay what did he say about unclogging a toilet but your channel is there as a kind of i don't know you feel like a father to so many people how how i just love the fact that now you haven't changed. You're still the same person that was tying the tie back those days. Um, but what would you say to people about having a routine, you know, for what tools should we have? You know, is there a kind of a standard thing that you would say we should have? Because you've got Tool Tuesdays. Yeah. What, what equipment would you, would you want a young person to start looking into getting? You know, is there routines? How do we build these new skills into our lives? Yeah, I think the tool Tuesdays that I started with are probably would probably get most people started. I think a drill, mm -hmm. you know, I think I haven't done one on a level, even though I, 
you know, like we talked about with the tile and remeasuring and stuff, you know, if you, if you have a level, um, it's, you can make a lot of things look good just because it's level, you know, if it, you got to make sure the thing is level. Your fence might look like, you know, maybe it wasn't perfect, but if it's level, it makes a big difference. If it's not level and if your boards are crooked, you can see that from a mile away. If it's level, you know, so I think a level is important. I haven't, I haven't covered that. I probably actually should do that on a tool Tuesday. Cause I think the, it, it's very important to have around and you can just get a small one. You know, I did that on my, how to hang a shelf, uh, because, uh, yeah, because if, if things are level, it, you know, it just, it just makes things good, but I didn't do it on a tool Tuesday, but then, uh, you know, screwdrivers, I, I haven't talked about screwdrivers, although the drill, a lot of times you can get the attachments that act as a screwdriver anyway. Um, and then a socket set is, you know, it's a good place to start. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Um, but it is nice boy when you get into certain things and go, ah, I wish I had that. Okay. Well then maybe I should go get it, <laughs> you know, uh, but you don't want to keep running back and forth to the, to the hardware store. If you can, if you can help it be nice to start accumulating some tools when you first get a house, especially. Cause that, I mean, that's what I loved about the book is like, you know, you're talking about personal finance, you're talking about buying a house, but you're also talking about how to make your like garden, the furniture and stuff like that. And it's, it's such a wide ranging topic of things. So people are kind of going, well, what do I, how do I finance that? But okay, I want to get a house. Okay. Uh, you know, these are like massive life decisions and it's so nice yeah. that you're there to provide these tips and things like that. I mean, I think a big thing for a lot of people is you've got, they've got to accept they're going to make mistakes, but that's part of the fun. You know, it's like yeah. you got a scrap wood, you know, go and practice so on it. It doesn't need yeah. to be perfect. And right. I, you know, I think it's sometimes just letting our ego go and just thinking, okay, if we make a mistake, we can do it again. We can do it again. And that's why I feel like your videos are so great because you're sort of saying, try that. If it doesn't work try it again try it. you know it's yeah you're not being punished you're not feeling like it's we're being for um you know we're not making mistakes but you talked about forgiving your father how did you go about doing that because that's something a lot of people struggle with you know like accepting our pasts and i keep saying to people our past are not a you know an indicator of your future but for yeah. people who are struggling with you know, like forgiving their parents. Would you, is there any advice you could give them in that area? Yeah, kind of like I talked about earlier. I think it's so important uh, because I think it was in my own best interest. When I finally saw it from that perspective, rather than, you know, um, I need to hold this against them. When I finally realized it was in my best interest to let that go so that I could continue, so I could live my life, you know, instead of chewing on that, I'm carrying around this baggage, you know, I'm trying to make something out of myself. And I'm meanwhile, picking up that baggage and carrying that around with me. Well, man, drop that baggage and let it, you know, it doesn't, there's that, uh, I always refer to that uh, line from the Lion King where Rafiki hit Simba over the head with a stick. And he says, ah, oh, what was that for? And he says, doesn't matter. It's in the past. Because uh, it's true. You know, it's hmm. really, the past is the past. You can't do anything about the past. All you can do is, you know, move on and move into the future. And if you continue to carry that weight of that baggage from the past into the future, you're only harming yourself. Hmm. If you can see that perspective, I think it makes a world of difference. And I get it that people, you know, I went through a lot. People have been through far worse than me. People have been through less than me and still think they're a victim. But, uh, you know, so it's, again, it's hard to paint with a broad brush, but if I can encourage people to just think, you know, sit back and think for a moment, how is this productive to keep dragging this into the future? It's a great message. And it's, it's something that, I mean, I struggled when I was younger thinking, I wish he, I was more involved with my dad. And, you know, now I think, oh, I'm trying my hardest to build down that relationship. And, you know, I think sometimes you see people saying, well, I'm not going to do this with my own kids. So, you know, it's, I've seen friends messed up with bad relationships with their parents and stuff. And it's, that's why I'm, I'm glad we have people like yourself where we can go and learn these sorts of skills. But what was the inspiration then? You know, you've got the amazing YouTube channel. You've got this amazing community. What was the inspiration for the book? Yeah, well, um, there's certain things I can do on my channel that are don't 
work so well in a book form and vice versa. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, it's, it's interesting because I got one review on Amazon that said, oh, I re- about my book. They gave me three stars instead of five and said, I really wish you would have showed how to tie a tie. Well, <laughs> it just so happens I have that on my channel, yeah. you know. Uh, so, uh, and it's so much easier to show in person or online than it is to do diagrams in a book, in my opinion, uh, mm. for tying a tie. But then financial stuff, um, I, you know, I can talk about financial stuff, but it's so much easier to kind of write it out and say, do this, do this, do this, do this. Like investing in mutual funds, I kind of walk you through how to do that. And it's, you know, um, a lot of websites have made it pretty easy uh, for people to be able to invest. Now, when I was younger, and I I think I shared that in the book, you know, you used to have to go to the library, and I'd have to get this book called Morningstar. It's, you know, about this thick, and there's a couple volumes, and you'd you couldn't check it out. You'd sit in the library for a couple hours and research trying to figure out what's a good mutual fund. Well, now, you know, you just go online and a few clicks away and go, oh, okay, the returns on this mutual fund are, you know, and over a 10 year period, they're making this much money, you know, and and unfortunately, a lot of people, you know, again, we talked about people, you know, what you learn in high school, you know, if you take your money and you just put it in the bank, you know, you're not keeping up with inflation. You're the, the bank is the one take. They're not holding on to your money and putting it in a vault. They're investing it. You know, so they're kind of they're taking mm-hmm. your money and investing it, and then giving you a little pittance. You know, to kind of tide you over when really the you know. So it's I think it's good to have an emergency fund where you have money, but I think it's important you got to invest. You know, um, so that that money is working for you. Uh, so that yeah, I mean that's the goal is to try to have your money working for you. So you're not the only one working, your money's working for you. And, and it's pretty easy, like I said, online, it's pretty easy to invest in pretty safe vehicles, you know, like a, like a mutual fund. Because when you see that, like in some books, you know, when they're showing like picture after picture and you kind of stop and go, there must be something between those two. You know, it's like tie to tie. You see the guy holding it like this, and then he suddenly got a nice bow, and you're like, <laughs> "Right, what, what, where have I missed that?" And that's why I like about your videos is that you actually do it slowly, and you know, it's dialed in, and then it's you show it from a different angle, and it, you know, to give somebody three stars for something like that is, um, yeah. Well, I thought it was funny they gave me three stars on uh, on my book <laughs> when in reality it's like, well, I did that on my <laughs> on my channel, mm-hmm. so. Uh, it was a little disappointing that, you know, she was so quick to give me three stars and then make the comment. It was like, well, could you do a little research? Because that's so. what I like about, like, the the channel and the book and that. It's like my, my site is all about getting better 1% in each of our lives each day. And, you know, you're kind of showing people, okay, let's tie a tie. Okay, you're com- you, you know, use that confidence from that to make your lawn better. Oh, you want to hang a gate? Yeah. Let's go do that. Oh, you want to do, like, you want to go camping with your kids? Right, here's how to set up a camping stove. You know, you're sort of, yeah. you gradually build it, and now you're moving into, okay, let's get your personal finances sorted. Oh, let's talk about buying a house, and you want to do this with your family. Okay, let's do this. And you're yeah. you're helping people along the journey in life, and it's such an amazing thing. You should be super proud of what you're doing. But what would you say to people? How should they use the book? How should you use the channel? You know, what if I was to go up, like, say you were buying some a copy for somebody, what, how would you want them to use that book to make their lives better? Yeah, I'd like to see the, the where the book could uh, sit on people's shelves, because I think they're, you know, then um, they could use it as a reference for the how to's. Um, there's 58 how to's. I promised 50 and I gave you eight, eight bonus ones because I figured, you know, it's good to over or under promise and overperform. And so I gave eight bonus ones. So you have 58. Um, but I think um, if you can read the first part of the book, so it's a little, it, it, it's tricky to know what category to put the book. Um, mm-hmm. I think Amazon has it under DIY, but it's more than a DIY. It's kind of how to do life um, from my experience. And this is how I walked it. And I'm trying to encourage people to, you know, to, yeah, to live their lives too. And so, uh, and th- through forgiving my dad and just taking the quality traits and then I'm all through it, I'm trying to encourage people. So I uh, honestly see it as more of a graduation gift or as a sending your kid off to college gift or, you know, something like that where they're, 
they're going out to this new venture. Here you go. Here's something to encourage you um, more so than a DIY. But I do believe that the DIYs, you know, like I was just talking about with finances, I think some of them are worth the price of the book. You know, you can make uh, make that money back very easily in a mutual fund. If you're not investing money, you know, and you and if you want learn one thing from it, that you can actually start getting some traction by investing um, and trying to live a little bit below your means so that you, you know, don't live paycheck to paycheck. I think all that stuff is important for people to understand at an early age, especially. Because it's definitely the, the lots of part I liked about the book, which you could pick it up. Okay. My toilet's blocked. Okay. How, yeah. how would Rob say to unbreak it? You know, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, how, how do I do this? How to do that? But it's the, the extra stuff you put in it's the the dad jokes it's the the character skills it's the suggestions of making a better future for us as well as fixing the problem or doing this the job we have at hand and it is amazing but what would you want the the evolution of your brand to be I mean, I've I've got thousands of questions. I'm trying to. It's I feel bad because we've jumped around a bit, but there's so yeah. much you know about I wanted to talk to you about. So I'd love to do a round two and really get into this sort of thing. But what would you, you know, if, if you had to say to somebody what to t- what to take from this interview, what would you say to them? What would what would you want them to take as a sort of overall universal message from you? Yeah, I, I think the main thing, and I have a quote in my book, and I, I don't know if I have the quote uh, handy. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. So it says, what matters to me is not so much that you learn how to tie a tie. It's that you learn and feel deeply within yourself that somebody cares for you. I think, um, you know, the underlying message of um, that somebody actually cares for you and somebody's rooting for you, even if it's through a, a video, um, I think it hopefully that can go a long ways with somebody that maybe doesn't feel like they have anybody in their corner. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, 10 years down the road, uh, hearing, you know, five years down the road, maybe a year down the road of, you know, this person who knows, you know, we might have the next Elon Musk that just needed a boost or next Mm -hmm. Bill Gates, somebody that maybe didn't have somebody in their corner that they just needed a little nudge. And then this guy gave me the confidence to, to do this and do that. And next thing you know, I'm, you know, look at me now. I, I'm looking forward to that. I think, I think there will be stories. And I've already heard some stories that, you know, I've had one lady started a whole new business um, after watching my Tool Tuesday series on a drill. Um, it kind of gave her the confidence that this is something I wanted to do. And during the pandemic, she started a business. Um, but yeah, so uh, that, that excites me that type of thing where people have stood on my shoulders or not necessarily my shoulders, but somebody else's shoulders that maybe, you know, they learn from them and then they can, you know, I think that we need to understand that that's where, how we got where we're at, you know, the, we, we've advanced so far technologically and everything, but it's because we keep standing on the previous generation's shoulders and going further and going further. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can have people stand on my shoulders for what it's worth, I I'll take it. I love that. I love how you're empowering so many people. And it's like you're saying, is giving them somebody to support them. Uh, I know we're over our time. I, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. You're, you help so many people. But how can we keep finding out more about you and seeing your videos? You know, How can we connect with you on social media? Because I know you're going to get so many fans from this. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... If you, yeah, one way you could support me is just by watching my videos. I think it's important to, you know, I understand that it's how they're how to's, so you might not need the how to's, but you know, um, I think there's a, a tendency and, and my book too, if you can review my book, if you read it and um, review it, I think that goes a long way right now. It has 101 reviews on Amazon and it's five averaging five stars. So I feel good that it is a good book. You know, it's a quality book. I just don't have the name recognition that, you know, somebody else that sells, you know, millions of copies because I don't have the name recognition. But I hope at some point this will be a kind of a reference book for people. Uh, So, yeah, the support with with that would be would be very helpful. And um, if you just want to give a, a little shout out to your your website, to you know, if somebody was going on to Amazon, what would they need to type to get to find your amazing work? 
Yeah, it's just, it's dad, how do I, um, Rob Kenny, um, and it'll pop up dad, comma, how do I, um, and then I have my YouTube channel, dad, how do I, and I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook as well. Uh, yeah, so I, and I appreciate it cause I, you know, I'm trying to be as faithful as I can to people. And so I appreciate the loyalty on the other end too, cause that means something to me. I, and I, you know, I, I don't necessarily always get to read all the comments that people make on YouTube, but I, I have read every single review about my book. So <laughs> if that encourages you to, uh, to actually make a comment uh, on my book, I, you know, I will read it. And, and finally, what's your favorite dad joke? What's the one that just has you rolling over or laughing? Uh, you know, I've used it so much though. <laughs> this is uh, this is probably my favorite one. Uh, you know, I got a couple, but um, so the one about the antenna and the satellite. Have you heard this yet? Or you probably heard it on my channel. <laughs> Do you want me to share that? <laughs> so, an antenna, an antenna, and a satellite got married. Uh, the wedding wasn't much, but the reception was incredible. I was when I heard them, I was like, every time I hear them, I'm just cringing, but I'm going, I, I love them. I love them. <laughs> okay, well, I got another one that's a little more new, but I, you know, this is on my channel too, I think, about the, uh, you hear about the, the short fortune teller who escaped from prison? No. He's a, he's a small medium at large. Well, that's it for another week, and thank you for listening. It's now time to take what you've learned and use it to develop and enhance your life with the key points mentioned. Listen, try it, embrace it, use it, and crush it. Now's your time to hit that next level in your life. If you liked this episode, then please leave a comment on the show notes or a review of the show on your podcast platform. Everything helps evolve the show. Until next week, keep seeking the next level in your life.